Beautifully bowled. This is the Body Surf Podcast with Tim and Owie. Welcome to Talking Talk on the Body Surf Podcast Network. I'm your host, Tim Rankumar, and for the next two hours, it's your show. It's the Open Line Talkback radio show where we want your opinions, we want your views, we want you to have your say. So get in touch with us at Budgie Boys or at the Body Surf Podcast. You can also email us thebodysurfpodcast at gmail.com. First of all, a big happy birthday to Trav Davies from Slide Handboards Australia. Uh, I, I sent him a text and uh, wished him a happy birthday. Uh, I said, I hope you're you're getting in the water and having a bit of a swim. He sent back a, a photo of, uh, uh, I'm, I'm assuming, a beach in Queensland, and it looked... It looked pretty miserable. It was it was a bit rainy. It was a bit choppy. It was a bit stormy. And uh, I guess uh, Trav will have to celebrate his birthday from the sidelines today. But uh, I hope you're having a good one, Trav, all the way up there in Queensland. Uh, cricket today, the first day of the Sydney Test. It's three for 126. Australia chose the bat after winning the toss. And I've been told we can't talk too much about the two Cs, cricket and COVID. So uh, if we can't talk about cricket and COVID, I don't know what I'm going to talk about for the next two hours. So hopefully you can get in touch with us and let, let us know what you want to talk about. Um, last night on the show, you might remember that uh, cute boy Corey Sainsbury from Team Defin called in and uh, he had a bit to say about the Gold Coast sliders, the Goldie sliders. He, uh, he, he went on a bit of a rant, and uh, I might play that rant for you a bit later, and also I will let you know what the Goldie Sliders said after hearing what Corey had to say about them not getting into some big surf that's up there at the moment. There's, there's this cyclonic weather system going up there in, in Queensland, and it, it, there's a bit of swell coming through, and, and Corey called them out. And... Uh, some people, yeah, I think got riled up a bit the wrong way. It's all a bit of a joke. I think Corey meant no harm by it, but uh, <laughs> I'll let you know what the Goldie Sliders had to say about that. And some big news out of the US. We will cross to Santa Cruz, California, as Jason Hackforth, a.k.a. the Super Biscuit, has filed a news story with some really exciting breaking news. So we'll, uh, we'll, have, uh, we'll, we'll cross to, to California and check in with Super Biscuit very soon. But I guess I need to do this. It's, uh, it is the Body Serve Podcast Network and uh, a member of our team is in isolation at the moment. He's all the way up the central coast hanging out in his, his little cottage house where he's, uh, he's living the dream, really. He's, he's just uh, drinking, watching cricket, and swimming in their, their nice pool, uh, it, it looks glorious. The only bad thing is he's got COVID-19 and feeling pretty crook. So uh, let, let's check in with, with him now. Uh, 
Owe, uh, Owe's on the line. How you doing, mate? Good, Timmy. Good to be back. Yeah, yeah. How are those COVID symptoms treating you today? No, 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 mate. No, no, no. I'll just get it. I'll, I'll stop you there. I'll stop you there. Listen, we've had a, a, a bit of chat off air about what we can and what we can't say on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And we've got the absolute 10 rolled through COVID chat. No COVID chat. Today. So no shit movie chat and no COVID chat. What, what are we going to talk about? No, I've got the list here. I no got, I've, got, I've got two hours to fill, mate. <laughs> no COVID chat, no vaccine chat, no blue bottle chat, <laughs> no shit movie chat, no ragging on the Goldie Sliders, mm. no talking about our old shows, no Kate, Tim and Marty bits. Timmy, we're not allowed to do any of this anymore. Well, there goes there goes the rundown. Uh, <laughs> 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 what, what, what can we talk about? Give us a few topics we can we can talk about for the next two hours. Well, apparently this this podcast is meant to be about body surfing. Well, I uh, yes, yes, you're right, and uh, we will talk about body surfing. But it's hard to talk about body surfing when half of the community is affected by this pandemic and can't get in the water. Well, yes, and I did suggest that to the people that brought up that we were talking about uh, the, the pandemic quite a lot, and I, I just subtly reminded them that. That's the only thing going on. Like, <laughs> a lot of us are locked down. Like, we're not doing anything. We've, 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 we've got COVID, mm. and we can't go on body surf. And they're like, no, 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 no. There's plenty of stuff going on. And I said, send it to me. Well, you know, I'm, I'm That's keen. what I want. I, I, I want people to send me what's going on in the community because I, I'm not hearing anything. Well, yes, and I'm I'm keen to keep it light. I'm I'm keen to do some some light entertainment, and and uh, that's why I thought I would come on and do this talkback radio show is to help people through this horrible time. And yeah, we do sort of talk a bit too much about this thing we call COVID nineteen, but it's affecting us all. So, all right, I'll try not to talk about it too much tonight. But can you just give me give me one thing, Oi, that's going on that we can talk about that's not related to COVID? Okay, okay, I've got it for you, Timmy. Mm. Uh, Super Biscuit today actually posted about this. Yes. Now, breaking news. Break absolute body surfing exclusive news. The Santa Cruz Body Surfing Association Facebook page has written this. Yeah, yeah. Starting in 2022, USA Surfing will co locate with Body Surfing. <laughs> in three of their events in Southern California. Now, Owe, I'll stop you there. I'll stop you there. You've obviously received the same press release we all got because I'm actually going to cross live to Santa Cruz, California, and catch up with Super Biscuit, who has actually uh, reported. He's done a, a special news report. He's, oh, wow. He's going to uh, let us know everything we need to know about this, this really exciting breaking news. Okay, well, yeah, well, well, that's a great forward sell if I've ever heard one. Now, now, I, I'm sorry to cut you off there, but have you got something else we can talk about? Hmm. <laughs> See, now this is the thing. Is there anything else going on in the community? I would say there is. Uh, last night. Now, I, I, your show was great to me. I listened to the first hour. How did the second hour go, by the way? Oh, the first hour was probably stronger. 
Okay. <laughs> what about tonight? How's the second hour looking? Yeah, I think we're gonna we're gonna do a bit of cricket chat in the second hour. I'll bury all the cricket chat later in the show because a lot of people are sick of cricket chat. But I'll be crossing. Cricket chat was off. Cricket chat was off, <laughs> off limits as well. Jim. Jeez, this is getting harder and harder. Yeah, that's right. Now um, there was a little bit of um, controversy stirred up by the cute boy last night mm. on the show. Now. Um, I've heard whispers today that he's not in. He's off the Christmas card list for a lot of the Goldie Sliders. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's funny because uh, he. I don't know if he sent Trav from uh, Slide Handboards Australia a birthday message, but uh, I I checked in with Trav and uh, said, "G'day, happy birthday! Hope you're having a good one. Hope you're getting in the water." And Trav sent back a picture of the beach, and it looked shocking. <laughs> Yeah, I think the wind's turned on shore up there, Timmy. But I'm not sure if this has started from a little post I did a couple of days ago. Now, I've been very bored. I've been in lockdown um, with with the COVID-19. And there's been a cyclone swell off the east coast of Australia. Uh, Cyclone Seth, I believe it was called. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't quote me on that. I could be wrong. But anyway, it's whipped up a lot of swell. But... um, specifically in the Queensland area. Now, a few years back, Corey and Ricky and a couple of the other uh, Sydney boys went up and chased the cyclone swell, very similar to um, the cyclone there that's there at the moment. And uh, they got some pumping waves uh, in Byron, in the Byron Bay region. Now, um, I, I, I was at home, I was in lockdown, I, and I just wanted to mind surf. You know when you, you can't actually get in the surf, you want to watch some surfing videos or you want to see a couple of your mates um, get some really cool shots and, and you can kind of feel like you're there with them mm. or at very least be stoked for them. Now, I, I posted a picture of myself just saying, listen, I, I want to see the Goldie Spiders in something bigger than a three-foot wave. Mm. Now, it's been... We like to razz them, you know. It's a, it's a New South Wales, Queensland thing. We, we razz the Goldie Siders. We say that they're small wave specialists. It's been a thing for a while. And I, it, it's a gag for me, you know. It's a gag for us, Timmy. We're, we're, we're in the business of making people laugh, it's making people smile. I think people are taking it seriously. Mm. So the, the Goldie Sliders boys, I think, have taken this a bit personally. And then... Last night, Corey decided to pour a bit of kerosene on the fire and just said, listen, you've got waves up there, get involved. And they have just gone off. Now, I've, I've, uh, I've got a clip of what Corey said last night. I'm going to play the Corey hotline a little bit later on and then I will uh, read out the Goldie Sliders rebuttal. And uh, hopefully we can put this to bed. I don't want any biffs. I, I think it's all a bit of a laugh. And uh, if the Goldie Sliders knew the Budgie Boys well enough, they would know that we are small wave specialists ourselves. We've got a few boys like yourself and uh, Jesse that, that go some big reef and slabby ways, but most of us are small, small wave specialists. Yeah, that's right. And uh, that, we've spoken about it so many times in the past, Jimmy. The small wave, always fun. You look at it from afar and you go, oh, <laughs> yeah. 
I'm not getting in. As soon as you get in there, you have the best time. That's it. But it's where we all it's where we all started from, you know. It's um, body surfing is the great equaliser. It doesn't matter how big or how small um, you are. It doesn't matter um, how you like to surf. Uh, it, it it really is just boiled down to enjoying yourself while you're out there. So for me, it's a bit of a gag. You know what? They don't like getting in front of the camera. That's fine. Body surfing is not about the show. It's ne- and never has been. Maybe for Corey it is. But let's be honest, Timmy, it's just about getting out there with your mates and having fun. That's it. Well, uh, I hope you enjoy the rest of the show. Oh, we sit back, relax. Uh, I hope you're you're doing all right and staying safe, and uh, hopefully we can catch up soon. Are you going to call in t- tomorrow night if I'm still doing the show? Oh, Timmy, I'd love to. And, um, I mean, there's been a lot of chat on our, our, our group message this afternoon with with the woofer about possibly getting me a uh, a microphone of some kind. <laughs> yep. Uh, and mate, as soon as we do that, the better I say because it gets really hard to drive down there. Every time I drive down to Sydney, I get I get COVID. <laughs> so. It's one from one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Hopefully, you don't get it twice or three times. That would be awful. Uh, have, a, have a have a rest up, are we? And we'll we'll talk again soon. Remember, Timmy, no COVID chat, no vaccine chat, and you stay safe out there and make sure that you, now you don't, you don't want a heart attack or anything, like you don't want the cold sandy land. Um, you, you protect yourself up until midnight and you get a, a good, good beauty sleep in for the final show uh, during the week. Lovely. Talk to you tomorrow, Owie. Bye. There he is, the uh, co-host of the Body Surf Podcast, Owie, and uh, he's he's laying down the law. Apparently, no cricket chat, no COVID chat. It's going to be it's going to be very hard to to bring you a, a entertaining talkback radio show without mentioning cricket or, or COVID. But I'll I'll try my best. But. I, I kind of want to talk about it a little bit, so hopefully you don't mind, and hopefully you can can share with me your experiences with with it, whatever's going on in your life, whether you watch the cricket today, whether you are uh, positive, COVID positive, and uh, in isolation. But it, uh, yeah, just just uh, take it easy, whatever you're doing, you know. Uh, hopefully you are well enough to to get in the water. There has been. Well, some some pretty nice days here in Sydney. It did rain a little bit today, and that definitely had an effect on the cricket. Uh, rain delays interrupted play pretty much all day. They they got out for a bit, and uh, yeah, no one no one really ever got going. So England look like they're they're having a crack, which is great. We we might get a few days out of out of this uh, Sydney test. So uh, I'll talk a little bit more about cricket in the second hour when I cross to our English reporter, James. Jimmy from Coniston will be calling in to, to give us a bit of a cricket report later on in our second hour. It's 20 minutes past 10, 20 minutes past 9 in Queensland. News out of the US now and starting from this year, USA Surfing will relocate with body surfing in three of their events that take place in Southern California. Competitors will be part of a ranking system with ongoing discussions happening behind the scenes to allow USA Surfing events included as part of the California Body Surf Tour. With more on this, we now cross to Jason Hackforth, aka The Super Biscuit, with this breaking news story. Thanks, Tim. USA Surfing is the ISA-recognized national governing body for surfing in the United States. 
As you know, for the first time, surfing was included in the Tokyo Olympics in 2021. As in surfing, the competitors will be part of a ranking system. Ongoing discussions may also see USA surfing events included as part of the California Body Surf Tour, which was established in 2019 and currently has four events. The first of the USA Body Surfing Contests will be Friday, February 11th at the Huntington Beach Pier. The format will include four-person heats and ISA-accredited judges. Rankings will be maintained as events progress through 2022. The contest will be part of the USA Surfing event on the same weekend. Divisions will include men and women's open and boys and girls under 18. Senior divisions and other age categories may open up depending on the total number of entrants. The 2022 USA Surfing events where body surfing will take place are at Huntington Beach on the south side of the pier, Friday, February 11th, San Clemente at T Street, Friday, April 22nd, and Oceanside Harbor on the north side of the jetty, Tuesday, June 14th. Greg Cruz, CEO of USA Surfing, is enthusiastic about the prospects and says, We have seen the progression of body surfing in recent years and are impressed with the support of the body surfing community. We're happy to partner with USA Body Surfing to help promote this original form of surfing. The USA Surfing Championships at the Oceanside Harbor in June will be a week-long event featuring several surfing categories and divisions. Randy Gilkerson, a director of the Western Surfing Association, spearheaded the initiative to create a strategic alliance between surfing and body surfing. In a statement he gave to the Huntington Beach Times, he said, The WSA also looks forward to including body surfing in WSA events. I assisted a body surfing contest in Del Mar in October and saw a lot of potential for body surfing to grow alongside surfing. Registration for these events will be available on the Stacked app and scheduled to open in early January. For the Body Surf Podcast, Super Biscuit, reporting from Santa Cruz, California. Thanks for that, Super Biscuit. Lovely stuff. Uh, yeah, really great to hear some big news coming out of the US. It is currently 23 minutes past 10, 23 minutes past 9 in Queensland. And I believe we have Robs from Maruba on the line. How you doing, Robs? Good, man. How you going? Yeah, good. Now, you were our last caller on the program last night, and I thought we should have you on as our first caller tonight just to, to finish up anything you didn't get to say last night. To finish up? Yeah, no worries. I don't even remember what we were talking about. <laughs> what were we talking about? Fins. Fins, I think. We're talking body surf. Let's talk <laughs> about fins. Now, I I recently lost another fin. I, I ride with oh. the, the Hydrotech 2s, the ice blue colour, um, and I lost another one. This is my third pair I've gone through. Are you... Are you a, are you one of those you know weird people that don't wear fin savers? Yeah, just uh, ruin my life. <laughs> the, the thing was, uh, a, a fin saver wouldn't have, have helped me this time because I actually took my fins off and was walking out of the the beach, and then a wave hit me and and it took my my uh, my fin into the abyss. It just went. I couldn't find it, and I, I thought I spotted yeah, it. I've done that. I thought I spotted it, Robs, and uh, I saw this blue thing just po- poking out of the water, and I jumped on it like Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter, would jump on a croc back in the day. That's it. And it wasn't it was my fin. It, it was some bloke's blue hat. So now I've got this lovely oh, blue hat right. that I'm going to sport, but I'm missing a fin. 
It's a win-win. You've got to look at it on the bright side, at least. But I've already ordered a new pair. I got them very, very cheap online. You love them, don't you? I, I love them, absolutely. And I, I spruik them whenever I get a chance. And I actually would like to talk a little bit more about the history of that mould because every time I get them out, someone will come up and talk to me and go, hey, I know the bloke who designed these fins. So there's a bit of an urban myth going out about who actually put together the the, uh, the Hydrotech 2s. I think it was a collaboration between a few people. But, yeah, would love to learn a little bit more about the fins that I, I cherish so much. Because they're more of a, they're similar to your, your sort of like your DMC style ones, aren't they? Where the, the swim ones, the soft silicon, aren't they? They're yeah. The soft silicon, um, super flexible, not too hard on the foot. Is that, that's sort of correct, eh? Hey? That's it. They, they're they very, very comfy. And a lot of people go, hey, they don't have as, as much kick as some, as some other fins out there. But, hey, just become a better swimmer. Just I would rather I wear <laughs> I would rather wear comfortable fins than have a little bit more propulsion from a very uncomfortable fin. Now, am I right in saying they've got three drain holes, those <laughs> ones? Yeah, yeah. I've never, I've never so, had any sand in them whatsoever. Everything just drains right out. So is there what, a, a drain hole at the toes and drain hole, a drain hole at the bottom? I think, um, oh, I could run and grab some, but yeah, I think it's, yeah, there's a big one down the bottom and there, there might be some either side, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll have to confirm that a bit later on. But yeah, they, they have, as you said, Rob's the, 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 the selling point on these fins is that they are so comfortable. Now, what do you ride with? I ride, I have a bit of everything, you know, <laughs> I, I think over the last few years I've started to make a little bit of a collection. I've got, um, you don't see me now because we're not on Zoom, but I recently bought a place and, you know, for my Zoom rooms, I do a lot of Zoom meetings for work and I've got, you know, a perfect body body surfing shrine with all my hand planes <laughs> on all, all my things. So I've probably got four that are my, my favourite four that I think are the best. Um, you've got a bit of everything in there as well. So similar to the, the Hydro Tech 2s, which are the soft ones, I've got the DMC. Actually, got the gold DMC, um, the repellers. So yep. they're the super soft ones, and they've been updated. You know, over the last few years, I think you know a few people might have heard a few bad things about it, where the foot pocket or the foot toe used to break. But he's recently, well, he's not recently for a few years now, has updated it, and they're a solid foot. Other than they don't float, so I have lost a couple in the ocean after a big couple of dumping. <laughs> they are what I think are the best. Um, Outside the hydro techs, I haven't worn them, but I'm very keen. I think they're the best shorey wave, uh, shorey slipper. I think okay. if you've got to do a shorey, Yara, could you beat my favourite? The DMCs are the first ones I'll definitely pick up because you're easy to walk in. Um, if you if you love your beat sprinting, like our mate Sally Slater, they're your favourite beat sprinters. Um, I hear Usain Bolt. Ran in them once and ran an eight second for a hundred meters. So you know, if you want to be quick and you want to be fast, they're, they're there. So the DMCs, I, don't, I think they're really good. I think just like as you said with the soft, soft silicon slippers, they're just so soft. Yeah. If you've got a wider foot, if you like get stools on your feet, I think those DMCs are the best. So they're my story slipper. My OG, I guess, my ones that I've had for a while that. You know, you know when you're feeling a little bit sick, maybe a bit hungover, and you just want to roll o- over out of bed and you know just cuddle something that's tried and tested. A nice rom com, a nice rom com, um, is the 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 fins. So I've got the the slide handboard color style, the fins, the black with the white stripes at the bottom, and the, the fins I think are good. You know, they're a solid one. They're unlike the, the unlike the DMC. I think they're a lot harder. 
Um, you know, they've got a hard foot pocket. Um, they, they kick really well. They're uniform, so that, you know, straight across. Um, and they're good. I think if anybody comes to me and asks what type of flipper do you want, um, the, the, the fins are probably the easiest to get on Facebook Marketplace secondhand <laughs> um, and good for photography and good for good for body surfing. So I think they're your tried, tested rom-com, the fins. Uh, I do hear some people, you know, cut through the water. So, like, rather than going back and forth, they cut like scissors. Um, but, again, I don't want to talk too badly of the defense in case two boy Corey starts bagging me for not going big enough waves. But we'll leave <laughs> that there. No teasing. Now, I can't go past the fin without mentioning probably the biggest flop of all fins out there in modern history. What do you reckon they are? Uh, like the worst fins? Well, the biggest flop of the fins. Something that we had a lot of hype about, everyone's excited and potentially one of our mates might have purchased some and might be regretting the purchase. Oh, I've not heard anyone regret this. I'm thinking of the old days. I'm thinking about the, the Manta Blades or the Churchills. They were very popular. But are you thinking about something that might be um, from America? Yep, yep. It could scoop. <laughs> the scoop. The TNC, not the TNC, sorry, the Defense, um, what are we calling it? The Defense Scoops, the Mark Cunningham. Yes, yes. Um, soft rubber ones, the gum ones, the Scoops. I honestly think they're probably the biggest swap in Twitter history. Um, have you ever worn some? No, I've never worn Defense before. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm not going to speak badly of them because uh, I'd like them to sponsor the show one day. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, so they're great. They're great. Did I, sorry, did I say flop? I meant... They're the best ever. A lot of budgie boys are, are riding with the Mark Cunningham Defins. Yeah. Um, yep. And as you know, fan favourite Matthew Bond has has the scoops, the probably the OG scoops. Jesse Mawson also rides with uh, the, the Mark Cunningham Defins, and, and they, they enjoy them there, especially they Jesse. Like they love the Defins. So. Yeah, the they're, 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 and yeah. They, all, they keep telling me, they give me that extra kick. That's, that's why I love them. Interesting. Interesting. That's fair. And then I think my favourite flipper, yes. just to get back to, to me, we've got to talk about... Can I guess what, what what's your favourite? You're allowed to. I'm going to say Yuckers. Yuckers, my big Yucker fan. Um, yeah, Yuckers are great. Like I've got three types of Yuckers. I've got the soft one. Again, I'm, 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 I'm similar to you boys. I, I love... I like a big wave, but I get a bit scared sometimes. So I love a smaller wave, a shorey, a fat shorey. So the soft yuccas are my, the standard flex, which are the softer ones. Mm. Yuccas, I think, are absolutely spot on. I think they're, if you ever get the opportunity to get some yuccas from overseas or if you're in the States in California and you've got 30 mates to buy, uh, you know, a couple of boxes full, those yuccas are definitely going to be good. And my recommendation for the soft ones, I've got the stiff ones, the pink ones that match my Corey Stain's hand plane. Mm. Um, and they look absolutely sexy with my kills. Nothing else. My pink kills, my pink hand plan, and my pink flippers, and they're your big, they're your big surf ones. If it's ever big, big surf, and I'm, you know, feeling a little bit scared, you get the pink going, and you never feel better, and you channel that cute boyness, and and you really do well. So I think what I think with the yuckers, the mid, the mid flex, or the, I think it's the yeah, the, the stiff flex, which is the mid flex. Um, I think they're unnecessary. I think they've got the soft foot pocket, which feels a bit funny, but they're really stiff. Um, blade. So I, I would recommend either go the super stiff one or the standard flexes. Now um, they're they're pretty good. 
Now, if you had unlimited amount of money, and it kind of seems like you do because you're rolling with a few few pairs of flippers, what what would you be investing in if you could just buy something ludicrous? If I had, oh, I don't know, you know what I mean. I had the, um, I think the Redleys. If you can get some Brazilian rubber Redleys, so the OG Redleys. Now, I can't go too much further in our sim chat without having to do a shout out of what I think. If you're a body surfer and you love gear, is probably the best Instagram page to follow. Mm-hmm. It's called the Fin Museum. Yes, I don't know if yes, you've heard yes. of it. Yeah, they they just Fin's started under- following me. They they've got some great gear. Ah, nice. The Fin underscore Museum. They're great. Mm-hmm. Now they've got heaps of really old school um, pictures. The guy now, I need to give him a proper credit. The fucking name, but Julian Julian Rock. There, kids. It's probably a French name, so I'm just going to call it Julian Rocco. Um, which is definitely not his name, but Julian definitely takes some really good photos and has some pretty good history in there. Mm. And I think if I had an opportunity, only because I talked to the pig, the barrel pig of, of Jake Payne, yes. um, the Brazilian way, the Brazilian red leaves made out of um, Brazilian rubber. Now, if you could get some of them in good condition, I think they're pretty good. They're big body surfer, big body border way. Um, but sometimes, mm. I don't know. I don't mind the uneven kick. Well, you've got to remember as well, Robs. a lot of these fins were designed for bodyboarders to do drop knees. So mm. they were sort of designed a bit shorter so you could get your foot around and go on, on a drop knee. So, um, yeah, now that, you know, a lot of fins are being designed exclusively for body surfing or, or swim fitness, uh, we're seeing some really cool developments in, in the, the fin industry. So, uh, yeah, I'd love to see some, some more innovation out there and, uh, I think some of those big companies will be cooking something up. We're back. Now, now, Rob, I think that's enough fin chat for tonight. Now, before I let you go, I, I believe you had a big win on the on the Kino. No. On the Kino. <laughs> How much did you win? Absolutely. Oh, mate, you, you, you know, a good, pumper, a good punter never talks too much about their winning. <laughs> that's their losses. So we'll keep that between you and I, but... So just finish on a bit of cricket chat because I know how much we love cricket chat. Yes. Um, we've got a thousand bucks on the uh, punting club for a draw this week. So well, for a little bit more range. Well, the draw was is was the draw paying less than an Australian win? What? How much? How much was the draw paying, Robs? Oh, I think we've lost Robs. Oh, that's sad because we were just getting into some good cricket chat. And I know we're not allowed to do cricket chat, but uh, it's, a, it's a big deal here in Australia. And if you are listening from overseas, you're probably thinking, why are these guys so obsessed with a sport where they wear white pyjamas and hit a little red ball? But we just love it. We just love it. Anyways, Robs, uh, if you could send me through that information about how much the draws paying, because I, I found that information really, really interesting because... Yeah, it just it was fascinating to me because I think the draw was paying less than an Australian win. So if I was Robs and I was part of that punting club, I would have probably put a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars on Australia to win because that was paying three dollars fifty. So you would have won, you know, you would have gotten back three hundred uh, three thousand and five hundred bucks. That would have been a nice little day at the office. Anyways, it is thirty six minutes past ten. Thirty six minutes past nine in Queensland now. I'm going to go to a break very soon, but before we take a break, on the other side of it, I'm going to play you some audio from last night's show. Cute boy Corey Sainsbury called in. 
I'm calling this the Corey Hotline because he went on a bit of a rant. So you don't want to miss this Corey's Hotline up next here on Talking Talk with Tim Renkema on the Body Surf Podcast Network. This is the Body Surf Podcast with Tim and Owie. 37 minutes past 10, 37 past 9 in Queensland. I hope you're having a lovely night wherever you're listening to us from. Get in touch with us. Let us know how you're listening to the show. We're, we're streaming live on YouTube. Are you uh, you're watching it on the telly? Are you listening to it on the app? Are you in the car? Let us know what you're up to tonight. You can get in touch with us via Instagram. Budgie Boys or Body Surf Podcast. You can also send me an email, thebodysurfpodcast at gmail.com. Now, as I mentioned before the break, cute boy Corey. Cute boy Corey. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm losing my voice. Did I mention I've got COVID? <laughs> I don't think I mentioned that at the top of the hour. Uh, I, I have COVID and I'm not doing great. Uh, some, some symptoms are starting to kick in, mainly to do with my voice, which is not great when you're trying to host a two-hour talkback radio show, but we'll persist. We'll get through it. Anywho, last night on the show, Corey, cute boy Corey Sainsbury called in, and uh, he had a bit to say about some of the, the body surfers up north, particularly the Goldie Sliders. So, you know... I don't want to start any biff, but it was quite entertaining to sit back and just listen to. So I thought I would play you what Corey had to say. This is the Corey Hotline. Hi, you've reached the Corey Hotline. Four ninety-five a minute. You wanted to maybe stir up a bit of beef with some Queenslanders. Oh, mate, I'm singing to. It, it could just be because I'm in ISO and I could be just angry because of that. But <laughs> bloody hell... We, you've got this cyclone swell going through Queensland. I tell you, every time we go to Queensland, you get all those Queensland boys talking it up. Oh, we were out at bloody six foot, narrow neck, whatever, rada, rada, rada. <laughs> I have not seen a photo of them body surfing anything bigger than about two to three foot. There's this cyclone swell raging through there. Everything's going off. Um, and there's nothing, no evidence. At all, you got to. I bet you next time we'll go. You know, there'll be all this talk. Ah, oh, we were charging hard, whatever. <laughs> have not seen a story. Have not seen a post. Footage or it didn't happen, guys. Come on, pull your heads in. It either happened or it didn't. If it happened, we want photos. We want footage. You know, Kira Byron Bay. I know that's a bit hard to cross the border at the moment, but even I saw a few other guys. Uh, What's his name? That ex-Olympian up at Queensland, body surfing Kira Lasavo. Where are the Queensland? Where are the Goldie Sliders? I think uh, Oe sent Trav a message, and Trav said it's too big to handboard at the moment. Well, that'll do me. That'll do me. And that that was Corey Sainsbury on the program last night, having a bit of a rant about the Goldie Sliders, and the Goldie Sliders wrote back, and this is what they said. Not everyone is talking it up, mate. You might need to touch base with where wave riding tradition and the true form comes from. Instagram doesn't make a good wave rider. Instagram makes you a catwalk model. (laughs) So there you go. The goalie sliders aren't having a bar of Corey Sainsbury. 
Now, uh, I believe we have uh, the co-captain of the Budgie Boys on the line, Jesse Mawson. How you doing, Jesse? Good, mate. Good. How are you? Yeah, going all right. You know, I'm a, I'm a bit crook from the old COVID, but I'm, I'm, I'm mainly just got a bit of FOMO. I've, I'm missing out on, on all the fun activities uh, you've, been, you've been up to. Yeah, well, are we live now, mate? Oh, we're on the air. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, no, nah, I, um, look, I didn't go out today. Mm. One, because cause you had COVID and we were out surfing the other day. And so I thought I should probably go get tested. Luckily, I, d- I did the rapid, came back negative. So I was going to go out and I, I just Uger up a bit this afternoon, to be honest. Because I said, I'll go out with Uger. So he messages me a time. Blokes messaging me in 24-hour time. <laughs> <laughs> Who I, sends a message in 24-hour time? I prefer 24-hour time because you, you never stuff anything up. You never mix up your AMs or PMs. You know exactly what time they mean. Yeah, except I just glanced at my phone and saw 6.30 instead of 16.30. <laughs> so he's messaging me at 4.30 going, are you coming? Oh. I'm like, what are you talking about? Obviously, I've I've messed it up. I've cooped up there, so I'll wear that one. So you were prepared to go for a little nighttime swim at six thirty rather than an afternoon swim at four. Yeah, I thought that was the option. <laughs> so you didn't get into the water today. Did you have a chance to have a look at the surf? No, I didn't. I had um I had our old mate Sean Cook sending me videos, mm. and uh, it looked pretty pretty wind blown. Yeah, there was Pretty a messy. from those photos though. It looked like it was a there was a bit of swell coming through. It looked better than the last few days. So I'm surprised no one gave it a go. I'm I'm, I'm assuming Uga went out at, at four thirty. Yeah, well he he messaged me. Said he drove around to a few places and said the same thing. It's wind blown everywhere. But then he sent that South was on the pump, and that was the last I heard of him. Mm. So odds are he's probably gone out of South. Okay, yeah, I love I love having one swim at South a year. I think that's all the beach can actually provide is just one good day, and I'm guessing today wasn't that day. Yeah, who knows? If it was today, we're not having another surf there this year because that's all it does. <laughs> it's it's one right. day. Now, and it is a fun day out of South. Oh, yeah, I love I love going South. Now, for, for um, those people who aren't familiar with Cronulla Beach, South Cronulla Beach is generally sort of like a family-friendly beach, but one day a year it gets on the pump, and it's really, really fun. You're right. Now, Je- break. We, we, we should probably mention that, uh, yeah, we were in, in pretty cr- close contact for the last few days because we have been body surfing together. And you, you do like dropping in on people, so you do get really close to some body surfers. Was that rapid test uh, negative? It was negative, which is surprising because when we went out for a surf one day, uh, I don't know. You dropped in on me, I believe. <laughs> yeah, I did as were, well. You were riding on me back. I forgot about that. Yeah. We tried to tandem. I was coughing in your face and licking your head and, oh, geez, I'm surprised you don't have the old COVID. Well, it was that memory that came back to me and I went, oh, gosh, this is it. It was where he licked my face. <laughs> are you are you concerned of this, about this virus? Are you are worried about maybe passing it on to members of your family? Uh, look, my dad got it today, mm-hmm. same day as you. Okay. Uh, so I'm worried about him passing it on to me. Yeah. Um, but other than that, look, this is going to sound very, uh, 
very short-sighted of me, but I'm currently on holidays. Yeah. So I just don't want to be in isolation over me holidays. I think we're all going to get it, mate. Mm. And so I'm just trying to get through the next 10 days before I go back to work. Oh, yeah. And I think if you're pretty safe, you will be able to do that. Um, but, hey, you might get it towards the end of your holiday and then you could just start working from home. Yeah, and then I've got an extended holiday. Exactly right. And then you can, I don't know, if, if you can illegally go to the beach or something. Have you got a pool at your place? We don't. We don't. I've got a big backyard. I've got a slip and slide. Oh, you can practice some yeah. moves on the slip and slide. I have been. Now, the weight <laughs> limit says 50 kilos, um, and I weigh a bit more than that. Yep. <laughs> so, I'm worried I'm going to rip it, but I've been, I've been sending Abby down, my daughter flying on it. She's, she's two, uh, and then I've been going after her, and uh, Elle, my wife's been shaking her head at me. If, if you don't mind me asking, this is quite a personal question, Jesse, how much do you weigh? I, I haven't weighed myself for a while. But I'm around the 80 kilo mark. Okay. Do you, do you know what's funny? I'm bigger than you now. Are you really? I used to be a little stick figure, and I, I used to weigh probably around 65 kilos a few years ago. I'm 90 kgs now. I'm, I'm one of the big boys when it comes. You know, there's that group of big boys that body surf. I think I'm in that category now. You put on some KGs, mate. COVID has not been nice to me at all. (laughs) (laughs) No, none of us has been. But do you think big boys body surf better? No. (laughs) Oh, there's no hope for me then. (laughs) No, I definitely don't. Mm. I think... I think I'd go much better if I dropped a couple. I think the big boys that do well are the muscly boys, not the, the chunky boys. I, I would tend to agree with that. Anywho, Jesse, um, I believe you actually saw Spider-Man with uh, medical expert Sean Cook the other night. Can you give us an impromptu film review? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I won't spoil it. Mm. I am spoiling James Bond all over Facebook. <laughs> but like, oh, I can't say too much without spoiling it because there, there's a bit in it. Mm. But if you like shooting webs and, and swinging around the city, then I guess this movie's for you. And, and who doesn't, honestly? Who doesn't like flinging a bit of stuff out of your hand? What, what is it? Is it? Is it actually spider web or is it like a goo of some kind? Do they explain this in the movie? Yeah, there actually is an explanation of it, <laughs> believe it or not. That's um, the Mythbuster guys come in and, and sort it out. Well, yeah, and, it, and it's different from movie to movie. Anyway, I don't want to get into it too mm. much, but but like, I'm glad to be honest that that you didn't come because you were going to come that night. Oh, I would have. You had a family do on, yeah. and you would have been sitting right next to me. So, yeah. and I definitely would have been positive for in, COVID. Instead of infecting that that movie theater, how many were in the theater? There were quite a few. I, I leaned over to Sean at one point and went, if I don't have COVID, I've got it now. Well, yeah, I would have infected that whole theatre. Um, instead, I infected uh, half my family. So, <laughs> yeah, that dodged, kind of dodged a bullet there. But, um, yeah, we'll be right. We'll, we'll get through this. But uh, thank you so much for giving us a call, Jesse, and uh, hopefully you can get in the surf uh, and enjoy the last few days of your holiday period. No worries, mate. Thanks for calling. I hope you're doing well. And uh, I'll see you out in the surf tomorrow. <laughs> I'll be in the hazmat suit. <laughs> Beautiful. Bye. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye.
there he is, Jesse Mawson, the co-captain of the Budgie Boys. And, uh, yeah, he's he's doing all right. He's staying safe. He hasn't been infected with COVID. A lot of us have been... Will have have gone down from this uh, this thing and uh, aren't able to enjoy our summer, our hot girl summer. We haven't been able to get out and do as much body surfing as we would maybe like to. I know Oe is absolutely spewing. He's unable to sort of do a few trips here and there and surf up and down the coast. And uh, he was meant to be going to Tasmania, and he's had to reschedule all of that. And yeah, it's a bit of a mess, but we're all in this together. And uh, hopefully you're doing all right. This is Talking Talk with Tim Renkema on the Body Surf Podcast Network. It is 10 minutes to 11, 10 minutes to, <laughs> 10 minutes to, uh, yeah, uh, 10 in uh, Queensland. I don't know why that stumps me every time. It's simple math, mate. You know, I, 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 I did do general maths at, at school. We used to call it social maths, so... The public school system let me down, and I, I do apologise for that. Anywho, this is Talking Talk with Tim Renkema on the Body Surf Podcast Network. If you'd like to get in touch with us, jump on our Instagram, Budgie Boys or Body Surf Podcast. You can also send me an email, thebodysurfpodcast at gmail.com. Now, Gareth from the Sutherland Shire sent through an email last night and he went into a lot of detail about what he was up to and sort of some of the issues he was grappling with and wanted some advice about body surfing. In particular, how to transition from a small wave specialist to a big wave boy. And I thought I would uh, chuck it out to our listeners because our listeners are our best resource and... Corey Sainsbury, who I think is one of the best body surfers going around, sent through some advice for Gareth. So I'll read that now. This is what Corey wrote. And and remember, this is, is about what, what to do when thinking about, you know, jumping on some bigger waves. So Corey writes some advice for Gareth. Would start off at somewhere less scary that's over reef like a point break. Don't rush anything, but sometimes being out of your comfort zone within reason is a good thing. Slowly build up to bigger and bigger days. At this point break, then maybe find a slab or a smaller day to go out, then build some confidence. Body surfing is like most things, it takes time. Time in the water to build experience, confidence and skill. But at the end of the day, it's body surfing. It's the funnest sport in the world. Don't be too hard on yourself in trying to charge big waves if you're not enjoying it. This sport was made to enjoy so that and the rest will come naturally. Good advice, Corey. Very good advice. (laughs) I might take that on board. I might start going some bigger waves. Now... (laughs) Owie often mentions this on the podcast that back in the day I was a a big wave specialist and I used to charge pretty hard and I actually kind of taught Owie how to to go hard. (laughs) And my advice to Owie was just go anything. Just go anything. You know, what's the worst that can happen? And then I got slightly injured. I I did my my, uh, left knee. So I've done done my ACL and uh, did all the the operations and the rehab and it's never really recovered. And I also got old 
I also got very old. I'm turning 32 in a couple of days. So when I got a bit older and also, you know, was ridden with these injuries, I, I started to chicken out a little bit more and I started to pull back and I started to enjoy body surfing in a different way. I wasn't chasing those big waves anymore. I was doing it just for fun. I was doing it to just jump in the water with some mates, get wet, and to just catch some shories, to catch some whitewash, to catch some, some, some bigger sets out the back. But, you know, I rarely go any any big breaks. I, I don't really go out to, to reefs. I, I occasionally surf a point break here in Cronulla. I occasionally surf Shark Island. But, hey, one of my favorite things to do in the whole entire world <laughs> is to uh, get up quite early on a Saturday drive to Cronulla Beach and no matter what the surf is doing, jump in with the Budgie Boys. In particular, Matthew Bond, who is the most consistent Budgie Boy of them all. This guy, honestly, is there every Saturday and he's been going pretty much every day while he's on a summer break and the kid lives out in Western Sydney. He drives an hour each way to just hang out with the boys and to body surf and to grab some breakfast. And that's really what body surfing is all about. And Gareth, who, who wrote in that email and was, was seeking some advice, he's, he started to actually body surf with the budgie boys, which is great. I'm, I'm, I'm all about that. And that's what's happened in the past. Some people have gotten in touch with us on our Instagram or through the email and they've said, hey, I'm keen. I'm super, super keen to, to come out. And, uh, you know, they, they normally come with their gear and it's really exciting to see what, what they have, you know, because everyone, everyone's got a different story of how they got in the body surfing. And a lot of people were like, hey, I was at a market one day and I saw this hand plane and I thought, hey, I used to body surf as a kid. Maybe I'll buy this hand plane and uh, get back into it. It's just an amazing sport and I'm so thankful to, to be a part of it. And the crazy thing is, like, anyone can do it. Anyone can, can do it. We were speaking to Damon last night who hasn't been in the water since, since he was a kid doing nippets. And, uh, you know, his New Year's, New Year's resolution was to, to maybe try and lose a bit of weight. I'm, I'm there with you, Damon. <laughs> As I just mentioned, I'm 90, 90 kgs. I'm a big boy now. So, uh... I think I've got to do the same thing, but, you know, diet is very important and exercise is extremely important. So whether you're just going for a walk or jumping in the water for a swim, make it fun because exercising can be real tedious. It can be a real pain. And I, I hate going on a treadmill. I hate going to the gym and, and just, you know, picking up weights, but body surfing, you don't even know you're exercising because it's so much flipping fun. So let's get out in the water and if, you, if you're healthy right now and you, you don't have COVID-19, put your alarm on right now and get up and go for a surf tomorrow morning. Now, I know a lot of you have probably gone back to, to work, <laughs> so you'll have to get up super early and, and have, have a little shower at the, at the beach. The, my favorite part of a body surf is having a shower at the end, a cold shower at the beach. It, it really gets you going for the day. So please, if you, if you can, and a lot of you can right now, have a body surf. 
tomorrow. <laughs> Get up nice and early, jump in the water. Um, hopefully there's a little bit of surf going around and uh, you can, yeah, have a lot of fun doing some body surfing. By the way, news is coming up very, very soon. On the other side of news, we're going to actually talk to Jimmy, our English correspondent, and we're going to get Matthew Bond, fan favorite of the Body Surf podcast on the line to talk all things Western Sydney. This is the Body Surf Podcast with Tim and Owie. It's a short ball, Gavin moves back and falls fastly past square leg. So this is Victory to the Australians by eight wickets. Hello and welcome back to Talking Talk with Tim Renkema on the Body Surf Podcast Super Radio Network. Whoa, what a first, what a, what a, what a crazy first hour of the show and uh, hopefully we can uh, pack way more into this second hour. I, I, I like the, the last hour of the show, it's a bit more chilled out few people go to bed in the first hour and 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 the people who are, are still listening now they're they're the real fans <laughs> so i really appreciate you guys staying up and listening to me or, or you might be listening from another country it might be it might be um a different time for you uh so yeah let us know what you're up to and where you're listening to Talking Talk with Tim Rankema on the Body Surf Podcast Network. Now, we spoke to Oe in the first hour. He's gone to bed. He's he's all tucked in. Prime Possum has said goodnight. And he's he's sleeping off the COVID. <laughs> Hopefully, he'll, he'll be feeling much better soon. But uh, I wanted to catch up with a few other people in this hour. I want to catch up with our English cricket correspondent Jimmy from Coniston he called in last night he's an Englishman that's living in Wollongong and uh he he's loving life down there he's he's started to 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 swim a little bit at at some of the the beaches in Wollongong but he loves his cricket so uh (laughs) he's he's going to dissect the first day of the Sydney test match that was played at the SCG all kicked off this morning around 11 a.m. and went went all the way till around 6.30 p.m. tonight. They, they had some rain delays, so they had to extend play. And they're going to start early again tomorrow morning with day two. It's going to kick off at around 10 a.m. So if you haven't set your alarm to get up for a body surf yet, maybe set your alarm... To, to get up and watch the cricket a little bit earlier tomorrow, 10 a.m. And uh, I'll be uh, glued to the telly tomorrow watching watching the cricket. If you're not a cricket fan, I do apologize, but I did save this chat with Jimmy until our second hour of the show when everyone's gone to bed and I can sort of just muck around and play the things I want to play and talk about the things I want to talk about. I should mention, I've, I've had a few requests 
to play some music here on Talking Talk. And uh, a few emails have come through requesting that we play the Womp Camp theme song, composed by none other than Belly Slater. So what I'm going to do is save it. I'll save it for Friday night. Friday night will be the last show. Hopefully, I'll be doing better by then and I might, you know, even return a negative COVID test and can maybe start enjoying some of my summer holidays because I've taken a lot of leave because I wanted to take a lot of time off work so I could really focus on getting this podcast up to scratch. And instead of doing that, what I've done instead is gone, hey, you know what I'll do every night for the next week? Jump on our YouTube channel and do a live talkback radio show. And that's what I'm doing right now. This is Talking Talk with Tim Renkema on the Body Surf Podcast Network. It is nine minutes past 11, nine minutes past 10 in Queensland. Now, before we, we, we talk cricket, I thought I would get a fan favorite on the line. This bloke's from Western Sydney. He joined the Budgie Boys a few years ago and has really improved in his body surfing. Matthew Bond's on the line. G'day, Bondy. How you doing, mate? Good. How are you going? Yeah, I'm going all right. Are you Are you calling from Western Sydney? I am calling from Western Sydney. What, what's, what's the weather like out there, mate? It's a little rainy today, um, but it's... Always beautiful and hot out in the Western Sydney. <laughs> yeah, it's always a few degrees hotter than, than the city, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is. And uh, sometimes I, I'm hot and I get all the way to the beach and uh, it's not hot anymore. <laughs> By the time you get to the Cronulla, it's cooled down. Yep. Um, have you, right. have you, did, you, did you get a surf in today? Not today, um, but I got a, a, I've had a few surfs over New Year's and mm. uh, it's been interesting getting out with the Budgie Boys. We don't get out very often as a group, uh, mm. so it's been really good to catch a few waves, but now I'm back at work, unfortunately, and uh, it also coincides with the big swell, so I'm happy uh, happy to get one out. Working hard for the money, it's good to hear, Bondi. Now, with, with your work commitments, are you ever able to get off a bit early and maybe sneak in a quick afternoon night swim? Absolutely not. I used to used to be when I was a bit younger and uh, had less responsibilities. But you know, now now I'm older and uh, and and have work responsibilities. It's uh, you know, getting early and, and stay late and hopefully sneak in a dinner after that. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, wh- wh- what year did you start body surfing? I can't remember when it was. It was it was a few years ago. Um, so I got involved in body surfing through my brother-in-law Sean, who's one of the budgie boys. Um, and he's been talking about budgie uh, body surfing for a while, and uh, I thought it was a bit of a joke. And uh, he got me down. I think it was in 2019, if I remember, maybe 2018. Um, my wife was actually telling me that I'm a I'm a bit of a, a bit of a hobby guy. I'm a bit of a fad guy, and this is one of the few fads that have actually stuck. You know, I've really enjoyed body surfing, and uh, I think I like it now more than uh, I ever have. I really love it. Talk us through some of the other fads that you've been involved in. Well, so many. Uh, I love arcade machines. I built myself an arcade machine for oh, my 30th yes. birthday. Yep, yep. Uh, right now, my, my current fad is Lego. I've yeah. never <laughs> grew up playing Lego as a kid and I started watching Lego Masters during lockdown and uh, all of a sudden for Christmas this year, I got all this Lego. Um, and yeah, I just uh, I, I got into running, like <laughs> like long distance running a few years ago and 
now my body shape tells you I'm not into running anymore. So that's mm. a, a fad that's passed. And yeah, just uh, whenever I do something, I just really do it with with every part of me, you know, I really love it. Now, if you started body surfing around 2018, 2019, that means you pretty much went from a beginner into your first ever body surfing comp, Womp of 2019. Uh, how did you go in that competition? Yeah, I remember I was super nervous because uh, the problem is uh, the Budgie Boys or the Body Surf Podcast in particular really talked up Womp Off. <laughs> And, uh, you know, it was a team event and there was 10 of us going down and everyone knew what they were doing. And I remember being really paranoid that the waves are going to be big. It turns out I had nothing to worry about. The waves were <laughs> tiny. Uh, and it was the worst conditions ever down at, where was it, Marubra? Yep, yep. Um, and, but the problem is I, I, I got so nervous that I, I started to try and catch a wave. And uh, I remember just, I, I just couldn't do it. And I... I was so nervous. I had so much like nervous energy that I, I think I nearly drowned. It was uh, pretty pretty horrific. <laughs> Did the Bondi rescue lifeguards have to give you a hand? No, no. Maxie was out. He was busy getting smoked by Jesse Lawson. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, no. It was uh, it was a really good time, and uh, and it was it was good to just just meet people uh, that I've I've sort of heard about or seen on Instagram, and uh, it was good to good to get out there in the community. But yeah, it was uh, it was good fun being part of it, even though. I didn't really feel prepared because I wasn't very good. Yeah, well, it's 2022 now. It's a new year. What uh, what are you hoping to achieve uh, in terms of body surfing in this new year? <laughs> you know what? I, I, I was actually surfing out a couple of days ago, and I I, um, <laughs> I came the closest I've come to getting a barrel. Mm. So that's what I want to do. I want to I want to like be positioned in the right spot so I can uh, get a bit of shade in the water and uh, get a barrel. I was kind of like saw it, like I was kind of going for that section, and I saw the barrel form, and I think I chickened out. I ended up just diving under the wave, but um, that's what I really want to do. And I think I think just in general, I said this last time we chatted, Timmy, but just to get out in different conditions, bigger conditions. I'm a bit of a small wave specialist, um, <laughs> so just to get out whenever whenever I want. Sometimes I wake up in the morning and I look at the surf report and it's, uh, you know, four foot. I'm just like, oh, just, just sleep in, you know. What's the biggest wave you think you've gone? It's oh, a good question. Um, I always reckon it was the one a few weeks ago that he saw me go, which was which was nice and encouraging. I We went on a bigger day at Gary Beach, which is a bit south of Cronulla in the National Park. And I went with, um, I think Jesse and Owe were there um, and it might have been three, four foot, but the, it was really clean. I remember it was really nice. So that's probably the biggest I've gone. But to be honest, it's not even the waves that are the issue when it's big. It's like all the moving water, mm. you know, and I'm not the strongest swimmer and uh, I can't be bothered when it's like moving around and you sort of can't stay still. Like if the conditions are still, maybe um, maybe I can go something a bit bigger. Mm. Well, you've just bought a, a lovely house in Western Sydney and it has a, it has a pool. I, I believe it was a, a $20,000 pool. Um, <laughs> so are you, are, you, like are you cutting laps in the pool and getting fit for uh, Womp Off 2022? Yeah, we should just cost twenty grand. Um, it, uh, yeah. Well, I'm not getting scared. The, the pool's um, the pool's pretty small, but um, I am really thinking about what I can do to get a bit fitter. Um, I, I did, um, I did try and get fitter with you, Ranky, mm. um, a couple of weeks ago when we swam up uh, to Shark Island. Yeah, that was 
How long was it? A K? Two Ks? It's about about two Ks, yeah. So four Ks in total. We, um, I mean, you guys were very gracious. So I was pretty slow. Uh, so you, you, uh, you, you, you didn't speed off without me. But um, yeah, that was really fun. And I was thinking maybe even when it's when it's uh, not pumping, you know, and instead of just going and getting a brekkie roll, we should just jump in and um, go for a swim up to Shark Island. When you say us guys were gracious, are you speaking of my sixty-five-year-old father? Yeah, yeah, I really did. Um, I, I really did enjoy swimming with him. He, uh, <laughs> he's, uh, he's a, he's a good piece of work. I, I actually, I wonder, is he ever going to swim with us at um at Allura Beach? <laughs> no, he exclusively surfs at Wanda Beach, which is a bit further <laughs> uh, down the down the, down the beach. But uh, yeah, I'm not sure why he loves Wanda so much. I think he just likes the car park and the cafe. He's he's a he's a man of routine, and I think that's why he does it. He can't handle going somewhere else. But uh, I would love to see him compete in, at Wompoff. I think we could get some older blokes in our team and uh, get those bonus points. Do we get yeah? Do we get bonus points for forty plus? Because I'm, I'm nearly 40. Oh, I'm just, you're going to yeah. be a senior soon. That could get us, uh, get us, um, yeah, some some spicy bonus points. That's very cool. Now, Bondi, well, I'm not gonna, go ahead. Some, yep. Yeah, go ahead. I'm not going to win for my, my surfing, so I might win for my, um, my disability. <laughs> now, Wompoff is, is a team event. And uh, I guess it's it's sort of a comfy event. It's there's not too much on the line. It's it's more you you're playing for team pride. Would you ever consider going in an individual event? Yeah, and it's funny. Uh, we I nearly went to slide uh, fest in twenty twenty that got affected by COVID, <laughs> um, and I, I I didn't quite make it there. Uh, you I, got I pretty got close. To, yeah, I got halfway and had to come home. I couldn't get over the border, but um, I, I I actually think it's ironic, perhaps, but I think I'd feel more comfortable in an individual event rather than a team event because I think the only person I'm letting down is myself mm. in an individual event. Whereas with a team event, you know, it's not just me; it's all the buzzy boys that'll um, you know tease me if I uh, get drowned on a wave. Well, the the team can build you up. That's the thing. We we placed pretty high considering how bad we are. And I think that's because mm. some of our team members kind of did some really cool things and got us up there. In an individual event, yeah, as you said, you've only got yourself to blame, but wouldn't it be awful coming dead last? <laughs> oh, look, I'll, 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 I'd be happy with the spoon, to be honest, if I just got to hang out with some, some folks. But uh, Well, you are yeah, a, a no. Parramatta Eels supporter, so you're used to the wooden spoon. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so I'm, I am looking forward to, uh, to to try and getting out to some events this year. I know Coolum's coming up, and uh, I mean I don't know what's happening with Slidefest, but um, yeah, I mean if if I'm able to travel and if I'm able to get work off, um, yeah, I'd love to love to make the trip and um, meet some more people in the body surf community. Well, they've been warned. Matthew Bond is on his way up north, and he, he wants to take out some of those big titles this year. So uh, watch out. Watch this space. Matthew Bond, thanks for calling in. Have a good one, mate. You're welcome. Cheers. There he is, fan favourite Matthew Bond calling in to Talking Talk on the Body Surf Podcast Network. It is 19 minutes past 11, 19 minutes past 10 in Queensland. All the way from the Gold Coast, one of the Goldie Sliders has called into the show. 
I believe I've got the doc on the line. How you doing, mate? Uh, hey, mate. Yeah, good, good. How are you? Yeah, good. Now, can I just confirm it is 20 past 10 where you are right now? Uh, yes, it is, yeah. It does my head in that you're an hour behind. I don't know why. It's just it's just crazy that it... Uh... Uh, yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you like some sort of bovine and, and the difference is confusing you? <laughs> Very much so, yeah. So um, I'm not sure if you heard the first hour of the program uh, or if you heard last mm. night's show, but what did you hear what Corey had to say about some of the Goldie Sliders? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's hilarious. Like, <laughs> like definitely getting a laugh out of it. Um, it's 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 like cricket, really. Like, it's just a bit of sledging. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's exactly like that. So uh, I, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I don't know if anyone's getting upset or like I'm not. Yeah, I really hope not. And and cricket is very vicious. Some of their sledges are very harsh, and I, I feel this is quite lighthearted. Yeah. So hopefully we can all have a bit of fun and, uh, yeah, just start uh, getting ready for Womp Off 2022 where we, we might have to start doing some professional sledging to sort of get in the heads of the opposition. Yeah, like psychologically, <laughs> um, yeah. Now, yeah. I don't know, like, <laughs> now, it, it's good. Like, I enjoy it, eh? Like, um, bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Now, they, they call you the doc. Where does that nickname come from? Um, well, I'm, I'm a doctor. Oh, okay. PhD um, or, or medical? Um, like surgery, surgical. Wow. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Like, um, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> you had me there. I was going to start yeah, asking you for some medical cool. advice. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, well, it's more like um, harvesting. Okay, okay. So, so what do you do for a crust? Oh, I just work in industry. Yeah, nice, nice. And mm, uh, yeah. do you have a lot of flexibility with that kind of work? Are you able to get to the beach quite frequently? Um, yeah, like heaps of time off. Like when I'm working, I'm working. But like, yeah, lots of time off. So, um, yeah, it's, it's good for that. Yeah, yeah, nice. And and have you had a bit of a break over the summer holidays and, and been able to get in a few body surfs here and there? Yeah, well, yeah, it's finally turned on. That yeah, as as you as you know. So there is a, a cyclotic weather system up north right now. Uh, Trav, who's uh, a part of the Goldie Sliders as well, he sent me through a picture because I, I messaged him to say happy birthday and he sent me through a picture mm. of, of some swell and it just looked choppy. It looked um, overcast. It looked even a bit stormy and rainy. And I'm yeah, guessing right. today wasn't a, wasn't a great day for you, but have you been getting into some of this big swell? Um, yeah, but I, I wasn't on the Goldie. I, I was up north. Um, yeah, it was, it was awesome. Like, uh, Sunday, Monday. Yeah, it was great. Like with, with some of the 79ers and yeah, it was really good. Like, yeah, I'm just on a high after it. It's so good. <laughs> oh, that's great. Now, have you got any, any hot goss from the 79ers about Coolum and, and uh, how that's going to run this year? Um, well... Should be all systems go. I reckon, like, we're letting it rip. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure everyone will be able to get get there and it, it should be a big one. Mm, absolutely. Now, three days. Three we, days. That'll be fun. We, yeah. we, we did see over the Christmas and New Year period a, a bit of a spike with COVID cases. And 
traveling has been quite difficult for a lot of people. Um, I've got COVID right now. Oe's got COVID right now. A few other budgie boys have COVID. Uh, a few friends and family have COVID. Um, we, we, we made some plans and we've had the cancel and rearrange. And even in the past, when we've tried to get to Queensland, we've, we've been turned around. What's going to be mm. different about it this year? Um, possibly because we're just all going to get it. So there's no <laughs> point <laughs> in anything anymore, you know, like, fuck, like I, I don't personally want it and I'm going to be careful, but, um, yeah, it just looks like it's just letting her rip. So what's the point in doing all these restrictions if it's just everywhere anyway? So mm. hopefully, hopefully everything holds up and we can move on and have some comps and, yeah. Have some fun and yeah. Oh, yeah, for like, sure. For um, sure. Mm, sorry. <laughs> um, um, I, I, can I ask you a personal question? Are you vaccinated? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you hesitated a little bit there. Uh, oh, it's just, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't want to get into the COVID much, you know? Like, yeah, I'm just, yeah, it's yeah. Just so fatiguing, man. It's been like two years. Um, yeah, yeah. Try try having it. It's quite fatiguing as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope Oe it gets better. Like, and it's not, you know, anything back more than a, just a mild cold or something. So, well, I think we're lucky that we we've probably got the Om- Omicron variant, and we're also double vaxxed, so it's not hitting us as hard as it could. Um, mm. There are some people, you know, that that have really suffered with earlier variants. Um, but even people who are not vaccinated feeling the full wrath of COVID, which would be very scary. You know, it, it, it's pretty bad yeah. for us and, and we're fully vaccinated and we're healthy young guys. I would hate to think about those vulnerable people out there that are, are getting this because it, it could, can be pretty deadly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah less, less COVID chat. Let's, let's talk a bit more about body surfing. Uh, have you got any, any trips planned, um, any, any surf trips planned over the next few weeks? Um. I think there might be something developing soon in the next week or two. Ooh. Hopefully, like I've, yeah, read little fragments about it. So, um, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, definitely keen to go down south. Like, missed that mm. um, big time. Like, I love, I love the Sydney beaches. They're yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so good. It's funny because <laughs> we all want to come to Queensland because we we love a bit of a sea sea change and trying out some of your spots. And uh, we haven't been able to do that for a few years. I know Belly Slater, who is a a big wig in the body surfing community. He often holidays at the Gold Coast and I'm sure he's spewing right now. He's actually probably at the end of his, uh, his isolation. He, he, he also had COVID pretty badly and uh, yeah, he, he normally goes to Queensland uh, a few times a year. So he must be spewing right now. Yeah, um, well, well knowing, knowing him, he'd probably just, like, swim across the tweed, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, just to get get a sick wave, like, he'd do that. Mm. Um, yeah, but, yeah, it's going to be sick. Um, getting that interstate mingling happening happening again, hopefully, and some comps on. Mm. Yeah, looking forward to it. Absolutely. Now, we are five days into the new year. It's 2022. Have you got a New Year's resolution, the doc? Um, not not really. Hey, I just thought I, I thought about it and then thought, yeah, no. Nah. So, yeah, not, I think there's like really. two kind of people in the world, aren't there? Like people that love New Year's resolutions and people just think, yeah, what's the point? 
yeah, yeah, just <laughs> enjoy it, have fun, and yeah, it's not really, yeah, there's no point in it. You're probably going to break it. Yeah, yeah, especially if it's a it's a big one. Um, thanks so much for Absolutely calling right. in. Have a have a lovely night. It's still early in Queensland, so uh, you yeah, know, mate. hang out for a bit, listen to the the final hour of this show, and uh, yeah, we'll catch up soon. Yeah, definitely. It's been good talking talking to you. Cheers, thanks, man. The doc from the Goldie Sliders there, our first Queensland caller. That's incredible. I I really enjoyed having a chat to to the doc because we got to sort out some of those issues. That biff that's been happening between the New South Welshmen and the Queenslanders, mate against mate, state against state. We got to we got to organize this state of origin body surf competition. I think that could be a really fun thing to do in 2022. This is Talking Talk with Tim Renkmar on the Body Surf Podcast Radio Network. It is currently 29 minutes past 11, 29 minutes past 10 in Queensland. Now, I don't want to talk about cricket too much. You're probably sick of all the cricket chat. You're probably sick of all the COVID chat. But today was day one of the Sydney test played at the SCG, the Sydney Cricket Ground, and uh, I was actually meant to go and watch the cricket tomorrow, but unfortunately, I'll be uh, an armchair commentator instead. I'll be sitting on the on the couch, glued to the TV, watching day two of the Sydney Test. It's England versus Australia here at home. It's the Ashes, a very a very significant cricket match for a lot of Australians and for a lot of Englishmen, especially Englishmen who now live in Australia. It must be hard. It must be hard living here. You know, they've got to acclimatise to our warmer conditions. They've got to, uh, you know, eat our unusual foods. And then they've got to watch cricket. (laughs) And they've got to watch a very, a very good Australian team versing a, a pretty average English team. So I do sympathise with all the Englishmen, especially Englishmen living in Australia. And we've got one on the line right now, Jimmy from Coniston. How are you doing, Jimmy? Good, mate. Good. Can you hear me okay down there? I can hear you fine. Now, were were you able to, to watch any of the, the cricket today? Um, I was able to watch some of it, Tim. However, I was... Uh I was distracted by uh, by a bunch of surfers who were uh, outside of my view from Somersault, the uh, restaurant where I spent about a good three hours at. Wow. So, yeah, Somersault is right on the beach there. It's sort of in between Wanda and Allura Beach. Um, it has a lovely big yeah. glass window that uh, looks directly out to the surf. And was, was there a wave out there this afternoon? Uh, there was a kind of, you know, my wife who's from, yeah, the Shire said that she'd seen a lot better, but it, it looked pretty pretty good to me. Did you think about getting in? I did, yeah. I, mean, I probably hadn't had enough wine at that point to go for it. <laughs> Drink, drinking and surfing is always a great combo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it goes back years, right? 
Yeah, that's it. So now, um, uh, I'm guessing you you caught uh, the the few wickets that England got. They got three for us. So uh, yeah, not yeah. Not, a, not a bad day for the English cricket team, uh, considering you know people yeah. thought they were going to get smashed, and Australia chose to bat after winning the toss. So they they looked confident out there, but but they lost some some big wickets early on. How do you think the English bowling attack's going? I think it's been you know consistent and pretty good quality throughout the series actually you know as we said I was chatting to you yesterday it's all been you know the story of the the, the batsman failing but I think like Brody bowled really nice good line today I hear uh, Jimmy Anderson was very economical uh, yeah, really good. Mark Wood was good. Got a wicket himself as well. So uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that that's the three. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, bowled by Broad, caught by Crawley, bowled by Anderson, caught by Root, and bowled by Wood, caught by Butler. So three catches. Yeah. Um, are they just given the Australia just something to to play at, and they're just having a crack, and they they they're just falling into their hands? Yeah, a bit. I think like I think the Aussies would be disappointed not to kick on on you know at home. Those those guys tend to tend to get start, and then they go and get fifty and get hundreds, which is kind of the difference. But so they'd be disappointed. Yeah, I think the bowling was like uh, very disciplined. I'd say. Now the rain uh, impacted play a lot today, and I kind of jokingly said that the only way the English team are going to get to to five days is if it rains for two and a half of those days, and it looks like that could happen. Um, I think the play yeah. really uh, distracted the, the weather, really distracted the Australian team, and they they couldn't really get anything going. Uh, Smith and Kawaja are out there now, so Smith's um, on six of twenty three balls, Kawaja's off four of twenty two balls and it stumps for the day. So that that must be hard, having to sleep on that, not really getting off the mark, but, um, yeah, having to start all again tomorrow morning. Yeah, true. But, I mean, look, the ball's pretty old now and the, the, it looks like a real batter's track as well. That, that's probably why I'd be disappointed to, to have three back in the hutch because it looks like a great, uh, you know, great green to, to bat on. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see. Now, are you are you heading out tomorrow? I am, yeah. I'm going to, uh, yeah, gonna gonna go tomorrow. See the play. It starts. At, I think it starts early. I don't know if you listen to this. I think it's ten a.m. Yes, yeah, so I think play got extended the, tonight to six thirty, and then uh, yeah, they will start early, yeah. maybe around ten-ish, uh, to to try and make up for all that weather, uh, all the weather interruptions. So yeah, you'll have to get up nice and early and, and head from Coniston to the SCG, walk up for Bow Street, maybe have a few cheeky stops along the way. Um, are, are you keen to see England have a bat tomorrow? Yeah, I mean, it, it could be quite one of those like put England in for an hour situations where see it see if they wobble, you know. I think that'd be cool to watch them. But, you know, it depends how like Kawaja scored thousands and Smith has scored thousands of runs against England, so who knows, mate? It's kinda of poised, I reckon. And Kawaja absolutely loves playing at the SCG, so he may have a, a bit of a crack yeah. tomorrow. So uh yeah, it'll be good to watch that. Um what are your plans after the game, after the the day two concludes? I don't know if you know uh, Boyles, a really famous pub <laughs> down in uh, Sutherland. <laughs> no, I mean, there was a talk of us going for like a, a meal in a restaurant or whatever, Mexican, but, uh, you know, you make these plans and how many times do you say these things and end up you end up in, you know, Cronulla RSL or, or 
local boils or the, just the local kebab shop. I mean, that's pro- most likely what's going to happen one of those three. Well, I think when you've got to catch a train from Central to to Wollongong or Coniston, there's a, there's a few stops along the way, so you don't want to go too far because then you'll just be going in the other direction. But, yeah, I think you can jump off that Southern Station, grab a quick kebab and then jump back on the train and be home in time for bedtime. It's just the dream and then what the next day's play hopefully England's you know 50 for none and then I wake up you know Saturday happy are, days are you going to try and get to the SCG uh, a few more days if, 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 if play continues for a few more days well yeah I did I, I bought a ticket when I heard uh, Ben Stokes was coming back I I, uh, I kind of almost panic bought a Saturday ticket thinking you mm. know the days will definitely go to days four or five in the series but hasn't proven to be the case but I've still got that day four ticket so hopefully uh, Saturday will be the next uh, trip up there. It'd be if I don't get COVID on tomorrow. <laughs> you know, uh, one, of one, our, day at time. one of our callers last night mentioned that someone bought tickets for day three, four and five in Melbourne at the MCG. So they saw about <laughs> half a day of cricket. Um, so hopefully you don't get stitched up like that and you can enjoy a few days at the SCG. Let's see. Yeah, hope so. All right, Jimmy, have a, have a lovely night. What are you up to tonight, mate? Uh, I am uh, just putting a little one down, so uh, just taking it easy, having some spag ball, you know, living living it up here in Coniston. Lovely stuff. Have a good one and uh, have have a few <laughs> meatballs for me, for me. You too, Tim. Cheers. Bye. See ya. Jimmy, Jimmy from Coniston, one of our regular callers, and uh, he 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 flicked me a little a little message just then. <laughs> And he said, hey, uh, if you want to do a live cross from the SCG tomorrow, I'm available. So that might, that might be a lot of fun. This is the Body Surf Podcast with Tim and Owie. Yes, welcome back to Talking Talk with Tim Rinkema. This is our little talkback radio show that we're doing for the next few nights because I've got COVID-19 and I can't leave the house. So I thought, let's open up the the, uh, the open line phones and have a chat to you and just see what you're doing. And uh, we've had some great calls tonight, some really engaging conversations. And I, I'm keen to hear what, you, what you're up to. I'm, I'm, I'm keen just to... To get a sense of what's happening in the body surfing community, we we don't always have to talk about body surfing. I know a lot of people have said, "Hey, hey, hey! Enough with the COVID nineteen chat, and enough with the the cricket chat." But uh, I, I like talking about other things sometimes. And if you you've lived, listened to the Body Surf podcast before, you you'll know that Oe and I. Sometimes talk about TV shows. We sometimes talk about films. We sometimes talk about pop culture. And I do apologise that COVID-19 and cricket are dominating the program this evening. But hey, let's restore the balance and, and talk a bit more body surfing to finish up the show. Cute boy Corey Sainsbury has called in. Cute boy, how you doing, mate? Jimmy, I'm great. How are you, mate? I'm doing okay. You know, you've got COVID as well. How are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good now. I had probably two days of just like a little sniffle. I didn't get it too bad, but uh, I'm I'm good now. I'm on the up. I sound I probably sound a little bit nasally, but I can't feel it. 
That's that's interesting. So uh, a, a few aches and pains, a, a bit of a sore throat, a bit of a headache. Uh, have you been sleeping all right? Been sleeping fine, mate. I had like maybe one night of like a annoying runny nose, but that's about it. Now, what have you been doing to entertain yourself while you've been in isolation? Oh God, watching the cricket. Uh, <laughs> that's about it. I'm not that big of a fan of the cricket, but like that's the only thing to do at the moment. Yes, and and the cricket was interrupted a lot by rain today, so you're probably just watching old highlights. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much a bit of YouTube. Uh, there's not much body surfing content going around at the moment, which is a bit annoying. I actually just got the uh, notification on my Instagram that you've viewed every post that's been posted in the last three days. So I'm officially out of Instagram content to search, <laughs> search through. I don't think I've ever caught up on that. That's quite impressive. You are definitely making the most of this lockdown and getting on top of your social media. So... There's not a lot of body surf content going around right now, and and that's hard when I've decided to do a weekly two-hour talkback radio show about body surfing. So we do talk about other things on this show, but you have been creating your own body surf content by by stirring up the goalie sliders, and uh, we had the doc on just a moment ago from the goalie sliders, and he said it's all good. They've they've taken it on the chin, and uh, there's there's no, no harm done. Good. That's the way it was intended to come across. There has been a bit of a lack of uh, camaraderie lately, so someone's got to start it. Now, are you excited about 2022 and potentially competing in a few body surfing competitions? Mate, I am. I Over the last two years, the, I don't know, it, it hasn't been the body surfing uh, community gone. I think it's just been COVID sort of overruling it, Um, so I'm keen to sort of flip a new page, get into the new year, and hopefully Wompoff can come back, and I know the Coolum comp's on, it looks like a a sort of a marathon of a uh, body surfing comp, Uh, so that'll that'll be good, that'll hopefully bring us all together, and I'm sure Trav is going to be running Slide Fest again, and... uh, yeah, so hope and hopefully someone can throw together a bloody womp of origin. <laughs> yes, um, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Is is it our responsibility? Should the Body Surf Podcast put together this event? Uh, you guys do a bloody lot for the community, but I don't know if you got some free time. Why not? Right. <laughs> I, I've got an idea for a comp that I, I want to start maybe this year. So I'll, I'll I'll pitch that to you a bit later, and we'll see. If, if you think it will float. But um, I'm excited to, to just get some some international news from you, I guess. Now, you often travel to Hawaii. How are the Hawaii guys going with COVID and with international lockdowns? Yeah, they're, uh, they're doing all right. I was actually talking to Dane the other day. He hasn't been getting in the water much. Hmm. Um, I'm not, not, not too sure why, but he was saying that, uh, Kili's been uh, over the North Shore, so normally they're normally they're sort of west side, but they've been Kili's been surfed on the North Shore a fair bit. Uh, apparently, Sandy's has been on. Um, another have another mate. He he uh, comes second in the pipeline comp last year to uh, Stuart. His name's Pickles, and he lives over in France. Uh, he, he, he's flying over to Hawaii at the moment. He's trying to rope me into coming over with him, but because of my new job, I obviously can't. So he's 
uh, going to be staying in the backpackers on the North Shore, so I'm sure uh, he'll be charging every day. So if you don't follow uh, Pikus on Instagram, I'd, I'd probably get around get around that. His name's Arthur Pickard because um, he's going to probably have plenty of content coming. Mm. Um, other than that, mate, I haven't really heard much. Now, the last time Dane Torres travelled to Australia was in 2019 and he was a guest on the Body Surf podcast. It was a great get for us and uh, you had a lot to do with that because he was actually billeting with you at the time and staying at your place. And he gave Owie and myself a really lovely gift. He gave us... Um, one pair of Defin fin savers and one pair of Defin pads. Now, I recently lost one of my fins, and one of the pads was attached to it. And I'm, I'm looking everywhere to see if I can buy one. I've found a few options online, Corey. Now, one website. Uh, this is the uh, the official Defin website. So Defin.com. They're selling Defin pads in black for fifteen bucks. I found another website that's selling the Fin Deluxe Fin Pads, which I think are the same things, for about 30 bucks Australian. And then I found another website which have the Defin Deluxe Fin Pads in Jade, which I believe is the colour I want because they match my, my fins. And they're... That's from the UK. That's fifteen pounds. So there's a bit of uh, prices uh, sort of going all over the place there. Um, where do you think the best place to actually purchase these these pads would be? I don't think so. Last time I went to the Defin Australia warehouse, I don't think they were stocking. They have the savers, but they don't have the just the fin pads. Mm. I did bring a couple of pairs over from Hawaii last time I went. And I still do have a couple. Um, I'm happy to give you a pair. I don't know what colour they are. They're down in my uh, garage. And to get, get to my garage, I sort of have to walk through the apartment complex and I'm trying to be minimising my uh, yeah. walk complex re- recently with my infectious disease. Um, but, but, once, but once I'm uh, COVID-free, I'll, I'll go down and check out if I have the jade colour for you. I definitely know I did have a couple of pairs of jade, but I'm not sure if I've given them away, but I know I have a couple of pairs. Oh, anything would be much appreciated. And I'm happy to buy some, but I'm just a bit sus on this UK website selling them for 15 pounds. But if that's what i got to do, that's what i got to do. But um, yeah, would, would appreciate whatever you've got, man. But uh, yeah, stay safe, stay in your apartment, enjoy the cricket tomorrow, and uh, maybe we can catch up tomorrow night here on Talking Talk. Yeah, sounds sounds good, mate. So you're back on tomorrow? (laughs) If I haven't lost my voice, I'll be back on the air from 10 p.m. I like it. Sounds good. I'll I'll be around then. (laughs) Have a good one, Corey. Thanks for calling in. Corey Sainsbury, cute boy Corey, one of the, in my opinions, one of the best body surfers going around. Uh, He's part of the Bait Bait Body Bashers. He's also part of Team Defin Hawaii. And, uh, yeah, he must be really not only struggling that he can't body surf here in Australia because he's stuck at home with COVID, but he's probably also really struggling with that idea of maybe not doing any international travel for a while because I know he loves getting around and surfing all the different places that the world have to offer. It is uh, getting close to news time. We're tracking up to news. We'll take a short break and we'll finish up with one final phone call 
Nine minutes to midnight, nine minutes to 11 in Queensland. We're tracking up to news and we're about to uh, take our last call for the night. This is it. Last drinks, people. We're wrapping up soon, but we're going to come to you live again tomorrow with another episode of Talking Talk with Tim Renkema here on the Body Surf Podcast Network. Now, I'm feeling okay right now. I do have the COVID-19. I'm just worried if I am hit hard with some symptoms that I might not be able to broadcast tomorrow because my, my voice is starting to go a little bit. When we caught up earlier with Owie, he was sounding silky smooth. And even Corey's voice just a moment ago <laughs> has changed a little bit. So that seems to be one of the main symptoms. People are having a bit of a, a scratchy throat. And uh, hopefully I'll be able to do another two-hour show tomorrow night. But if I am unwell, maybe you you want to host it. <laughs> maybe we can get a guest host in. It's probably too late to give Luke Brabot a call, who is our our permanent guest host here on the Body Surf Podcast. But uh, no, I think if I have a nice sleep tonight, get a few hours, wake up early, watch the cricket, do a bit of prep, and then do another two hours of talkback radio. What else have I got to do, really? I'm stuck in I'm stuck in isolation anyway, so I might as well come on and, and have a chat. Damon from Chatswood is on the line. Damon, how you doing, mate? Okay, mate. How you going? Yeah, going all right. Getting there. Um, what, have, what have you been up to tonight? Well, just um, catching up on a bit of TV. Um yeah, I, I just thought I'd maybe call you and you know um, give some recommendations of some of the stuff I'm watching. And oh, I would love that. I I've got a lot of time on my hands, so I'm I'm keen to catch up on some telly and to to watch a, a bit of Netflix. And uh, if you've got some recommendations, that would be much appreciated. Yeah, well, I figured with you know what with COVID, um, you know, a lot of people having COVID, it's um, yeah, probably a good idea to watch some stuff if you've you know, if yeah you've got a lot of free time. Yeah, like you said, so um. Uh, the first one I've been watching is um, Kidding on Stan. That's um, uh, Jim Carrey. He's a kid show host. Uh, it's like a drama comedy. And um, I feel Jim Carrey does, does, does drama quite well, um, which a lot of people don't really know, know of because he's a you know, big comedy guy. Yeah, I think a lot of comedic actors do well in dramas, and I'm not sure what it is. I think they've just got an edge to them, a grittiness to them, and they're able to tap into something that maybe traditionally trained actors can't do. And and I, I have seen a little bit of kidding. How many seasons of this show is there? Uh, there were two. I believe really have got axed after the second, but, um, but I've watched the, I've just finished watching the entire first one. Mm. And um, I was quite surprised because really I'm a big Jim Carrey fan. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. Like, um, and I definitely recommend it to anyone who's a fan of his. It's got a bit maybe, of it's got a bit of the Andy Kaufman's to it, you know. Jim Carrey did play Andy Kaufman in the biopic Man on the Moon, and Andy really wanted to be a kids entertainer, especially towards the end of his life. He kind of pitched this idea to his uh, his manager to be like, "Hey, I think I could do a, a kids show," and I believe uh, they did kind of get it going. And then someone took over for him. Um, Pee Wee Herman, I believe, took over for Andy Kaufman doing this kids show. So it's cool that Jim Carrey's maybe doing a bit of homage to Andy Kaufman in the in this kidding program. 
Yeah, and I quite enjoyed him in um, Man on the Moon. I thought he was quite. I thought he was very good in that one. Yeah, have you seen the uh, the home tapes? His auditions he he put forward to to get the role. That's it's quite phenomenal. No, I um I'll have to go and check that one out. Yeah, that's a good film. If if that's a, a great recommendation, anyone. And uh, so the the film is called Man on the Moon. It's uh, starring Jim Carrey. One one Best Picture at the Oscars that year, and then they made a documentary about it called Being Andy, and that's available on Netflix. Have you seen that one, Damon? Uh, I think so, but it was a little while ago. So they made a documentary about how Jim Carrey was like a method actor and, and sort of tapped into Andy Kaufman yeah. and well, he was outrageous. You know, HR would have definitely got rid of him after day one uh, for doing that sort of stuff in this era. But um, oh, 100%. they made another film and I don't know where it's available and it's a similar kind of idea, but when he played the Grinch, he also <laughs> really got into character. And oh, and I have seen that one. <laughs> yeah, I have seen that one, yeah. What, what, How crazy that is like? that? Yeah, what's, what was that film like? He basically like just morphed into the Grinch and he didn't. He stayed in character, I think, for months as the Grinch <laughs> while he was playing this movie. And he's like, and he's like I am the Grinch now. Wow. Like, it, like, it's crazy. It was crazy. Do you know what the name of that film is and where it's available? Oh, off the top of my head, I can't think. Um, I'll have to maybe um, email you and get back to you with that one. Yeah, no worries. Uh, I, I'm keen to watch that, and uh, uh, I've got a few mates that are big Jim Carrey fans, so uh, that's a great recommendation. <laughs> Just now, the, um, because, you know, the other one I've been catching up on, which I've already watched before once, but um, I'm watching again, is um, 30 Rock. That's available on. Uh, Stan, Binge, and Foxtel now. I, I, um, I think 30 Rock is up there with one of my maybe top three favourite shows of all time. Yeah, I mean, mine it's, it, mine too, probably, but also with um, Seinfeld's probably number one for me. But, yes. Um, but, um, but, yeah, definitely 30 Rock, you know, of course, um, almost like a parody of um, Saturday Night Live um, and, you know, essentially a parody of NBC in itself. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, but just terrific and brilliantly written. Yeah, and a, um, and very, a great, very funny. a great, I guess, workplace comedy. And the workplace comedies, the, they became very popular around the era 30 Rock came out. And there was an, another show that was very similar to 30 Rock that, that Matthew Perry was in. I, uh, do you know the name of that one? Was it Sun? Yeah, um, Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. I've got it on DVD, actually. Yeah. Um, it's funny. Yeah, I, they had two shows very similar come out at the same time, and uh, that one that was probably a bigger budget and bigger bigger stars attached to it didn't make it. And this little comedy with Alec Baldwin and Tina Fey ran for like a, a couple of seasons. Yeah, so I think it was seven seasons for Thirty Rock, but um, Studio Sixty actually. Um, oh yeah, Studio Sixty is actually more of a drama and yes. less of a comedy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And Matthew Perry yeah. as well, a great comedic actor, but also a very good dramatic actor. Hey, and just quickly, do you, uh, you're, do you think your audience are liking this TV channel? Are they, <laughs> uh, uh, we, we get told off a lot because uh, <laughs> Owie and I love talking film and television and pop culture and uh, a lot of our audience say, hey, get back to body surfing. But, hey, I'm, I'm happy to, to talk TV and film, especially at this late hour. I don't think anyone's even listening, Damon. It's just you and I having a, having a chat about uh, some, some classic TV shows. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Give us exactly. one. Give us one more pick. What What else uh, are you really liking at the moment? Um, well, also on Paramount Plus, we've got the uh, South Park pre and post COVID special. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> yeah, so they're both. Um, well, I haven't I haven't watched the second one yet, but the first one 
um, was very good. Like you kind of flash forward to the future without giving too much away. Cartman's like a rabbi, and um, they're all old and. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot going on, but I don't want to get too much of the way. Yeah, very funny. I did start watching it today. The the second one, I think it's called the post COVID special, uh, yeah. which is very funny because COVID's not going anywhere. Um, but I've got to say, the Matt and Trey, the creators of South Park, I think are, are one of the most brilliant comedy minds going around and if you haven't seen the book of mormon do yourself a favor and and get a get a get a a, a return ticket to new york right now and and go into the lottery to to win a ticket to to the book of mormon because it's the best thing that's ever been produced on broadway yeah i saw it twice i saw it twice and it was here and yeah brilliant i've seen i've seen it three times and it's just amazing anywho damon we got to get out of here do it all again real soon do you know the sign off it's always overhead when your body's... Bye. Bye.